Hello and welcome beautiful souls to my podcast Midlife a la Bahare, where we embrace the spirit of continuous rebirth and celebrate the wonders of midlife transformations one episode at a time. I am your curious host Bahare and I couldn't be more excited to embark on this journey of self-reflection, lifelong learning, healing, authenticity, and acting to continuously elevate our lives from ordinary to extraordinary with you all. If you're in your 40s, 50s, and beyond, or in the midst of a midlife adventure, or simply seeking inspiration from all walks of life to invigorate your soul, join me in this real-life podcast. gentle grasp we let go layers of pretense like falling snow like a rising phoenix we find our truth an emotional journey from the heart's booth saging with grace shedding the fake truth unveiled a bold step to take in midlife's chapter we bravely start discovering the real embracing the heart in the mirror's gaze laughter and tears Lines on our face telling of years, letting go of what society demands, midlife whispers, authenticity commands. A simple tune of acceptance we play, mixing strength and vulnerability each day, dancing with truth, a story unfolds, in midlife's embrace, authenticity molds. You know those wise folks known as sages? They're seen as the ultimate guides of wisdom and spirituality. Having accumulated profound knowledge through years of contemplation and experience. In various cultural and spiritual circles, they are regarded as enlightened beings, offering invaluable advice of life's profound questions, consciousness, and the path to spiritual awakening. When you find yourself in the company of sages, It is like gaining direct access to their wealth of wisdom. It can significantly impact your spiritual journey and personal growth. People often seek out these sages for guidance, enlightenment, and to attain a sense of inner peace and harmony. Meeting these spiritual masters offers a unique opportunity to delve into spiritual principles and discover a newfound sense of purpose and meaning in life. It is a chance to learn from these remarkable individuals who have devoted their lives to unraveling the mysteries of the universe and attaining enlightenment. But then, what's more fascinating is this idea of saging that goes way beyond just seeing someone else as this all-wise figure. It is about getting into the nitty-gritty of life's mysteries and really soaking up its essence. When we start seeking wisdom as something we experience firsthand and stop relying on others to be the wise ones, we are faced with this beautiful question, what are we really paying attention to in life and how? It is like this whole idea of a sage goes beyond just a wise person. It is like tapping into this universal well of wisdom that they themselves tapped into. Lao Tzu, the ancient Chinese philosopher, was all about going with the flow of the universe. It is like saying it's not about me. It's about vibing with the whole cosmic games floor. 
He wanted everyone to tune into the rhythm of nature and find their groove in the bigger scheme of things. Consider the Sufi mystics who seek a direct connection with the divine presence. They don't just adhere to religious practices. They aim for personal communion with the divine essence. It is akin to saying, I'm not only going through motions when I whirl dance, but I'm also experiencing a profound spiritual connection on a personal level. Or Buddha, whom I learned in my travel to Nepal, that kept telling his followers to look beyond him to what his teachings were pointing at. It's like saying, hey, it's not about me. It's about what's at the heart of it all. Or as I learned in the Manitoulin Island, that in some indigenous cultures, young folks go to these vision quests all in search of some serious spiritual mojo, like they are ready to commit with something way bigger than themselves. They head out into nature, solo, fasting and meditating, with hopes to catch some mind-blowing visions that will reveal their lives, purpose, and where they fit into their community. It is all about this deep-rooted belief that the nature has got some epic wisdom and you can tap into it if you're up for this spiritual challenge. Then, there's Rumi, the Persian poet I love so much. He's all about letting go of the mental baggage and just soaking up life as it unfolds. No frills, no drama. It is like he's taking us back to the basics, where life itself is the ultimate sage. Picture Rumi, world dancing, spinning like there is no tomorrow, telling us to drop the heavy stuff and groove with the rhythm of the universe. He's like the original hippie, spreading love and good vibe throughout his soulful poetry. His words are all about diving deep into the beauty of existence, no holding back. He says, forget those expectations and let's taste life in its purest, unfiltered form. It is the friendly reminder to embrace the raw, unadulterated joy of just being here. These legends were not just dropping knowledge bombs. They were inviting you and I and everyone to this big cosmic party where the real deal isn't just the host, but the whole dance floor and the beats of the universe. So this whole idea of staging is like second nature to all of us. There was this time that I was hiking and wandering through the Bruce Trail in Canada, just taking in the sights and sounds around me. I remember this one moment when I stopped at this clear girling stream and I just sat there for a moment, letting the gentle breeze brush against my skin. It was like I could taste the freshness of the air, feel the rhythm of the earth beneath me. And in that quiet solitude, it was as if the forest itself was whispering ancient secrets to me, unraveling layers of wisdom that went beyond any book or lesson. Then there was this trip to the mountains in Kathmandu, Nepal, where I found myself perched on this rocky ledge in the Annapurna Range, overlooking this breathtaking and sacred valley below. As the sun dipped behind the peaks, casting this golden glow over everything, I felt this profound sense of awe washed all over me. It was like time stood still, and I was part of this grand timeless symphony of nature. In that moment, it wasn't about what everybody else had taught me, but this direct communion with the raw, unfiltered beauty of the world. Even in the bustling cities in India, amid all the chaos and noise, 
There was these instances where I felt a deep connection to the pulse of life. It was like walking through a crowded market and suddenly being struck by a vibrant energy all around. The stories etched on the faces of strangers, the home of existence in every step. It is these moments that remind me that saging isn't just about some distant guru's teachings, but about immersing myself fully in the rich tapestry of life, tasting its essence directly without any middleman. Moments like this remind me of a beautiful poem by Rumi that touches upon the theme of saging. Out beyond ideas of wrongdoing and rightdoing, there is a field, I'll meet you there. When the soul lies down in that grass, the world is too full to talk about. Ideas, language, even the phrase each other doesn't make any sense. It is like Rumi is saying, let's meet up in this awesome field where labels don't even matter anymore. He's all about diving into this space that's way beyond what society tells us is right or wrong. He's nudging us to discover a whole new level of understanding that words can't even touch. In another poem, he says, The breeze at dawn has secrets to tell. Don't go back to sleep. You must ask for what you really want. Don't go back to sleep. People are going back and forth across the door. Where the two worlds touch, the door is round and open. Don't go back to sleep. We need to awaken the secrets and mysteries that the world has to offer. Staying present, asking for what we truly desire, and embracing the interconnectedness between the physical and the spiritual realms. The door that Rumi describes symbolizes the threshold between different realms of existence urging us to remain attentive and engaged in their spiritual journey rather than just succumbing to the slumber of ignorance and unawareness. You see, my friends, if life itself is the ultimate guru and we are all on this wild ride to taste the juiciest bits firsthand, how we soak it all in becomes this universal gem. Like how do we roll when we are hanging out with the sages of life? Now listen to this. Back in the day, a long, long, long time ago, they had these cool ways of dealing with wisdom. Let me break it down for you. First up, we've got the sieve approach. These folks are like those treasure hunters, always in the lookout for the real gems of wisdom. They've got this amazing eye for picking out the juiciest bits from all that info clutter. Like how a sieve separates the goodies from the junk. Yeah, that's them. Then there is the strainer crew. These folks are all about that top tier quality and depth. They are like those gourmet chefs who shift through everything, leaving out the most exquisite flavors. They know how to distill the good stuff and toss the rest. Smart cookies, right? Now the funnel approach is for those who want the cream of the crop. They take in a whole bunch of knowledge, but only the primal stuff flow through. Just like the funnel filters out the gunk, they only lead what's essential to shape their smarts. Talk about making life simple. Finally, we've got the sponge gang. These folks are like the ultimate knowledge junkies. They're always ready to soak up every single drop of info. With their insatiable curiosity, they're like those adventure seekers exploring every nook and cranny of life. 
Gotta love their zest for learning. Now put them all together and you've got this awesome mix of how people deal with wisdom in life. It is like a wall tapestry of different ways folks handle all the juicy bits love throws at us. Let me tell you a story. Once upon a time, there was this young adventurer. She was on a quest for wisdom and boy, she wanted to know it all. So off she went exploring the world and digging for secrets in the most unexpected places. First stop, she wandered into a bustling market and met a crafty potter. This potter was doing some fancy clay shaping through a sieve. The young traveler thought, aha, this is how I'll mold my life and sift out the golden bits. I'll separate the life lessons from the speed bumps. But as time passed, she realized that chasing perfection and refinement left her feeling kind of empty. Life is not just about the fancy stuff. There is room for messiness and growth too. Off she went to another adventure, and this time she bumped into a skilled weaver. This weaver was all about a straining and spinning yarn through a loom. Thought the adventurer, this is how I'll weave my destiny carefully selecting the good bits and leaving behind the rough patches. But guess what? Life's a bit of a wild ride and trying to control every twist and turn stifled her ability to roll with the punches. Some bitterness would sneak in anyway, making things a bit tangled. On her next stop, she met a gardener in a serene countryside. This gardener was a pro at pruning and channeling water to make his garden bloom. I got it, the traveler thought. This is how I'll sculpt my life, carefully tending to my experiences. But you know what? Over-curation made her life feel a tightly scripted play. It drained her and left her disconnected from life surprises. In her later years, she saw a young bird taking its first flight. The bird's courage struck a chord with her, and she realized that embracing life like an adventurous bird, open to every gust of wind and change of weather, was the secret sauce. From then on, she just went with the flow, like an open-hearted, free-spirited bird, soaking in every experience like a sponge, whether it was good or bad. As her story wrapped up, she realized that life's all about embracing the whole roller coaster of highs and lows. It's about letting yourself be shaped by those moments. It is like being a humble sponge, absorbing all of life's offering and giving back with an open heart. And the real kicker, it is all about letting your heart lead the way. Whether you're embracing life like a sponge, being choosy like a strainer, or chasing perfection like a seal, or just going with the flow like a funnel. Your heart's the superstar muscle high-fiving life as it swings by. Some days, we are all about soaking up the good vibes, while on others, we might just let things slide. It is this crazy dance we do, you know? Life hits us, and our hearts do this flunky flex, sometimes opening wide, other times playing it cool, holding on to what really matters, and just sifting through the chaos to find those hidden nuggets. Now let's talk about midlife for a sec, shall we? That time when we've gathered enough battle scars and wisdom to make our younger selves go, whoa, you've been through some serious stuff. 
in this whole midlife journey, there's been this realization that life is this grand mixtape of experiences. We've learned to sift through the tracks, pick out our favorites, and embrace the ones that initially seemed offbeat. It is like crafting this unique symphony that is all our own. And let's not forget all the wild adventures along the way. I remember many, many times when I decided to take that leap of faith, just like that little bird with its first flight. It's been terrifying every single time, yet exhilarating all at once. But you know what? It taught me that stepping out of my comfort zone is where the magic happens. Now, as we are sponging up all these life experiences in midlife, we've come to realize that it's not just about us. It's about how we ripple and resonate with the world around us. It is like we are writing this incredible story and each chapter is a testament to the resilience and wisdom we've gained along the way. It is like we are that adventure seeker from the story, wandering through the market of life. In our midlife groove, we've learned to sift through the crazy chaos. Just like that potter with their sieve, we've figured out what truly matters what's worth our time and energy, and what's just noise. We've also realized that trying to control everything in life is like herding cats, nearly impossible. We've learned to embrace life's twists and turns, just like that bird taking the first flight. We are no longer stressing about the unexpected. We are rolling with it. And you know what's cool? In this midlife adventure, we are like that open-hearted sponge. Soaking up all experiences, the good, the bad, the naughty, and the ugly. We've learned that each little drop contributes to the masterpiece that is our life story. Or I should say, midlife story. Take it from me and my midlife estivate. I've had my fair share of ups and downs, but I've learned to dance with the rhythm of life, even when the beat gets a little wonky. It is all about balancing, deceiving, the flying the funneling, and the sponging. So here's to savoring every single moment in midlife. Because hey, we've earned it. So my friends, as we navigate this exciting phase, let's remember to embrace the ups and downs, the twists and turns, and the unexpected detours that life throws at us. Let's keep sieving out the noise, flying high with our dreams, and sponging up the riches of every experience in midlife. And most importantly, let's keep dancing to the rhythm of our own unique beat because we've got the moves and we've got the groove. Here's to saging in our midlife adventure. Remember, it's all about embracing the chaos, savoring the sweet moments, and finding the magic in every step. So go ahead, my midlife friends, and rock on with your bad selves. You've got this. Until we meet again, peace out. If you like the content, please like and follow and spread the love. Your feedback encourages me to talk about topics that interest you, my amazing friends. I thank you all from the bottom of my heart. Now let's get the legal stuff out of the way. Midlife Alabahare is a personal podcast. All content is provided strictly for general information, education, and entertainment purposes. 
any views or opinions represented in this podcast are personal and do not represent those of people, institutions, or organizations that the owner may or may not be associated with professionally or personally, unless explicitly stated. Any views or opinions are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, or individual. Any use of the information from this podcast or material linked to it, whether to the podcast or website, is undertaken at the user's own discretion and risk. It is not intended to serve as a replacement for guidance from a qualified expert, nor is it meant for diagnosis or treatment. Thank you for supporting my podcast.